Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to this edition of Veterans Corner Radio, information for and about veterans. For this podcast, host Bill Hodges welcomes Dr. Elizabeth Brill, Chief Medical Officer of Community Care for the United States Veterans Administration, Washington, D.C. What happens if you find yourself in a hospital too far from a VA facility or in need of specialized care that your VA hospital does not offer? That is when the Office of Community Care steps in and helps with the cost. This podcast will show you how to take advantage of a program that is designed to help. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges. Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. And I want you to remember, every time you listen to one of our broadcasts, you have a paper and pencil ready, because there will be things There'll be websites, phone numbers, and all kinds of information you're going to want to write down. And if you also have somebody in the house with you, have them come listen. Four years are better than two, so keep as many as you can in the room. My guest today is Elizabeth Brill, Chief Medical Officer, Office of Community Care for the VA, and I am so excited to have you on the program, Dr. Brill. Thanks so much. I'm glad to be here. Community care is something that a lot of people really don't understand, and I think it'll be great if you could give us an overview of what community care actually is. Absolutely. So believe it or not, VA is actually partnered with non-VA community facilities for 70 years, but in the last couple of years, since uh, the Mission Act was passed in 2018, we have consolidated our community care programs and streamlined them into a more simple and easy to understand program for veterans. So I'll just give you a short summary of what the program is all about, and then we can talk about various aspects of it. Oh, great. So in summary, essentially, the VA has expanded the care that's available for veterans to facilities beyond brick-and-mortar VA facilities. So depending on where you live and what type of care you need, there may be options for you as a veteran to be seen at a private sector hospital, and that's what we call community care. And the VA coordinates this care for the veterans so that there's a seamless experience and so they can see their doctor at the VA, and then perhaps they need some special care that can only be done at a private sector hospital, then they go out there and see that doctor, and then they can come back to the VA. So it's really an augmentation of the care that veterans get inside of VA hospitals and clinics. Well, you know, before I came to the VA, and I was one of those people who, oh my goodness, don't go to the VA, it's substandard care, and I believed all that nonsense. 
the VA is first class treatment. I've never been treated better. I've been there now about 11 years. But before that, I had a heart doctor who is one of the best electrophysiologists in the area. And he'd been in my heart twice. And so when I went to the VA, I said, you know, I'd really like to keep my doctor on the outside for that particular thing. He's been in there twice. He knows my heart, he knows my conditions. And they let me do that. And that's all part of your department, correct? That's right. Particularly the kind of care that you're talking about, super specialized care, oftentimes that's provided in a university setting. And the VA partners across the country, and maybe your viewers don't know this information, the VA partners across the country with academic universities to provide care for veterans. So veterans really have access to the most cutting edge, highly skilled medical programs available in the country. And VA hospitals are where a lot of those physicians and other types of providers get a lot of their training. So you may see a doctor who works at the university and also at the VA, which provides a lot of nice continuity. We have really got a great situation here in Tampa. We are co-located right across the street with USF's medical school. There is a bridge that goes over the road so they can walk back and forth in cover. And constantly you see USF people over at the VA. Yep, that's exactly right. I used to work at the Cincinnati VA before I took this job with the Office of Community Care, and we had the same situation with the University of Cincinnati, so a lot of shared physicians. And I will also say, in my prior career, I was uh, actually active duty U.S. Army, and uh, I was stationed in El Paso, and down there, the Army hospitals connected to the VA hospital. So uh, there was a lot of nice connections there as well. So the VA does a great job, I think, of leveraging those connections, whether it's DOD hospitals or with community care, private sector hospitals. If somebody needs or feels they need community care, I recently I had a situation where I had a blood test in the morning at noon. The VA called me and said, hey, listen, go to the emergency room. You need to have some blood work done. So I was able to go directly to the local emergency room rather than go 45 minutes up to the VA. And of course, with our COVID situation here in Florida, there is a problem with all the hospitals, including our VA, with the rules and regulations they've said. And so it was easier to go there. Yeah. And they picked up the costs of my going into the ER there. So this is a great new benefit that is you know, as I mentioned, the Mission Act earlier, which is the urgent care benefit. And that allows a veteran to go to any urgent care or emergency room in network, which provides many, many more options than simply the VA hospitals. And yes, VA will pick up the cost. Depending on your service-connected situation, there may be a copay. Your viewers may want to know that. But nonetheless, you know, there's the ability to walk into any of those facilities and get care that's convenient for you uh, in the location that makes sense. Our podcasts all go into a library. This will ultimately end up in a library where people can go and research it. The number one podcast is a guy named George Denby talking about the Mission Act and being able to get urgent care. Oh, it's a great benefit. It really is. Because, you know, as you know, 
getting sick isn't always on schedule, right? No. Um, <laughs> Especially with COVID and things of that nature, you just never know what's going to happen. Absolutely. How does one get this community care? Does one talk to their doctor about it, or do they go to the officer community care in the local VA hospital? What should they be doing? So that's a terrific question. The route that most people uh, use is going to their doctor. And there are a variety of eligibility criteria for getting community care, uh, which could have to do with how far away you live or how long the wait list is for a clinic appointment, or if there's a specialty service that maybe your local VA doesn't have, you know, perhaps something like neurosurgery, that's more rare. And so usually, Patients meet with their doctor and then find out about their eligibility, and then they can make the choice. And I will say that sometimes, you know, if their eligibility is around, you know, care that's not available at the VA, then obviously they'll make the choice to go to the community because that's where the care is available. But sometimes the eligibility is around wait time because we have some pretty aggressive wait time standards in the VA so that if you can't get an appointment, within 28 days with a specialty clinic, then we'll authorize you to go out to the community and see a doctor out there. Now, it's always the veteran's choice. You know, they may have formed a relationship with a specialty provider in the VA and prefer to wait 35 days to get their appointment. It's absolutely up to them. No one's pushed one way or the other, but the option is there for the veteran to choose, and that's what's so terrific about it. I have to tell you, James A. Haley, is probably one of the best-run facilities that I have ever seen as far as a hospital or even a hotel. They are, <laughs> they are really, really good. And as far as getting you in when you need to get in, they work with you very, very well. But there are times where, as you talked about driving somewhere, it's a 45-minute drive for me from where I live to the James A. Haley facility. And then, of course, parking and everything with the COVID is even more of a problem getting in and out. And that's not different than any other hospital. They're all sort of like that. But the fact is, I had to have some iron infusions. And so I, I just asked a simple question. Is there any way that I can get these where I live rather than having to go up to the hospital and spend five hours of my time to get it done? And they said, oh, well, yes, we can work that out. And they now are coming out and giving it to me at home. Yeah, that's a wonderful thing about this benefit is the drive time piece. And so that if it's uh, too far for you to go to VA, then we can figure out ways for you to get that care closer to home, um, which is a huge benefit for folks. Uh, and I will say, you know, thanks for, you know, complimenting the facility. What I've seen, and, and I've been in the military, I've been in the private sector, I've been in the VA. It's a committed group of folks. I mean, they oh, really, yes, yes. really love their veterans and taking care of them. So, you know, if they can't help you, they're going to help you and figure out how to get that care outside of VA. Well, we've got a great team there. Joe Battle is the director. And then the medical director is Dr. Jakey. And she's outstanding. I mean, she'll come on the broadcast anytime I need her and then go off to surgery. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. We've got about four minutes left. I'm sure there are some things you really want to make sure that everybody understands about this community care. Would you like to 
take that four minutes? Yeah. So, you know, we've talked about the urgent care benefit, which is important for people to know. We've talked about the different eligibility pieces. I think something else that um, folks should know about VA and community care is, and particularly with COVID that's really accelerated, is, you know, VA has an amazing telehealth program, which has just taken off since COVID. And so that's another option for veterans which is they can opt to get that appointment via telehealth. Now, obviously, you can't get an infusion via telehealth. No, but there's that'd be a little hard. <laughs> That'll be Star Trek days, right? <laughs> but that's an option too, right, which really alleviates the driving and the parking issue. Uh, in fact, we found that patients really love telehealth for certain types of care. And so that's an option. Uh, it's also an option with our community providers. So. You know, I think I would say that VA is always looking for ways to expand what we offer to veterans. Same thing with the COVID-19 testing, you know, getting that done in VA, getting it done in the community. Same thing with our flu shot program. As you know, this fall, it's going to be important to get flu shots because of COVID-19 and flu at the same time and be available in the private sector and reimbursed by the VA. So we really try to make it as simple as possible for our patients, the veterans, to get the care that they need where they need it. So I think, you know, telehealth, the, you know, COVID testing, the urgent care, um, and the broadened eligibility, those are the big takeaways about community care in its newest iteration, which is really, I think, a tremendous program. I wonder one thing about it is the six months rather than one year that we used to have when we got approval to go to our doctor, it used to be a year, and now it's down to six months. And I know our community care people are put to a lot of extra work because of that. So I will say that it actually depends on your condition. And so there are conditions where the eligibility is for an entire year. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so that still exists. The biggest thing I want people to walk away from with this is that first they should know what their eligibility is, correct? Correct. So they know whether they're going to end up with co-pays or no co-pays. Then go to your doctor, right? Yes. Talk to her or him about it. That's correct. And then once you've got it, you should keep on top of it yourself. There's got to be an amount of personal responsibility. Right, because, you know, part of this, uh, I mean, really, the initiation around all of this community care is is veteran choice. And to make choices, it's helpful to be as informed as you can be so that you can make a good choice for yourself. Absolutely. My guest today has been Dr. Elizabeth Brill, Chief Medical Officer for the Office of Community Care for the VA. And you've done a wonderful job of explaining the program I know your PIO officer is listening, but and I'll always go through them, but I'd love to have you back. <laughs> okay, I'd love to come back. Thanks so much. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Veterans Corner Radio. You're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell yourself so often because you are, you know, and we'll see you on the next Veterans Corner Radio. And again, Dr. Bro, thanks for being with us. Thank you. 
You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Here's a quick final thought. If you're enjoying these podcasts, why not take a minute to subscribe or mark Veterans Corner Radio as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be set to be among the first to find out when new podcasts are published. And thanks again for listening to Veterans Corner Radio.